Ah, uh, yes, 2A Tuesday. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1 800 Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Joining me now from uh, the beautiful confines of the state of Texas from Gun Owners of America is the Barefoot Defender, Stephen Williford. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Great to be on your show again. So the ATF is wanting to go after private sales now. Is that- yeah, they absolutely are. They They want you to... If you sell a gun and you make a profit, and now just realize if you got a gun back in, say, the 60s and you paid a couple of hundred dollars for it, now it's worth five or six hundred or, you know, twice whatever. So they consider that as selling it for a profit. And if you sell a gun now for a profit in any way, you are supposed to have a FFL license. So if you buy a gun and uh, you take it out, you shoot it, you decide you don't like it, and so you want to sell it to buy another gun, uh, you could be prosecuted for not having an FFL license for selling that gun. They just make arbitrary rules and just change things, and gunowners.org, we are fighting that. as well as all kinds of other things. And right now, we just got Prop 114 overturned for good, it looks like. In Oregon, of yeah. Course, yeah, you took, that yeah took in Oregon. Yep. You know, we, and that was directly our lawsuit. You know, it, it, we're the head plaintiff on that lawsuit. And uh, so we have got that overturned. Of course, they will appeal it. Uh, and we will continue to fight it and take it all the way as far as they want to. And we'll, we'll win in the end. We, we are being a definite thorn in the side of the ATF. Um, is, is the private sales thing, is that a rule that has been uh, uh, put, in, put into effect? Well, uh, they considered into effect. Aha! Uh, it, 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 see, it did not pass through... Congress or the Senate, you know, the, the House or the Senate, it wasn't signed in by the president, although right. the president did instruct the ATF to do so. Um, it, it is not a law. You know, they can just, you know, people you didn't elect can just arbitrarily come up with rulings and, or decide to change the law, and that's not their they don't have the ability to do so. Yeah. And, and we're fighting those lawsuits and they're beginning to figure that out. But of course they will continue to try to do that and, and hope that we won't appeal it. Uh, so they're wasting your tax money. And so the, the, the interesting thing though, is they're going around all these FFLs that are out there today that are selling guns and they're shutting them down. If they have, clerical errors in their 4473 when that used to be heretofore a pen and ink change they would just allow them to make but now they're well, so they want to get rid of ffls but if you sell a gun you better be an ffl is that is that the way it works out that's the way it's working so they don't want you to be able to sell any guns you know they don't want you to be able to do that and it's really funny because what happened um 
over last weekend here in Texas around San Antonio area is they had a gun buyback. And that's their big thing is they'll have a gun buyback. They think that they're going to get dangerous guns off the streets. And, and that doesn't happen. It's usually some somebody drug addict or something that decides, you know, he needs drugs. And so they, he goes and uh, steals guns somewhere. And the law enforcement doesn't even, they promise no, no background checks, no checks on the gun at all. Just come and trade them in. And they were given grocery store, ATB grocery store, um, uh, Cards, gift cards, gift cards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and for and it was like a hundred and twenty dollars. And so, a, a good friend of mine, a very good firearms activist, went there with a sign, stood on the sign. He bought eight guns at a hundred and twenty dollars a piece, just on the side mm-hmm. of the streets. And law enforcement can't do anything to stop him from doing so. But he would he would ask people, Hey, are you going to sell that gun? You're going to trade it in for a, a, a grocery store um, card? How about I give you cash fart instead? And he bought eight guns at $120 a piece, <laughs> cash. And, and so it's, it was more like a gun show to the good people that I know, you know. And, and had I not been in Ohio, I would have been down there buying guns myself. Buying a couple here and there. We'll buy yeah, guns for money, that kind of sign out there. Yeah, yeah, I can see exactly. that. Exactly. So will there be, now, at some point, let's say we get a good president in place, we get a hold of Congress, is uh, is the gun rights organizations, are they looking at things, are they going to go like go back and try to retroactively help these FFLs that have been shut down and, you know, have their business well, snatched from them? Or is that is that yeah, even within the scope of doing it? Gun, o- gun owners of America have already filed... Uh, lawsuits on the zero tolerance policy. I think we're involved with like three different lawsuits on the uh, zero tolerance policy. Please go to gunowners.org and sign up. And one particular one that I know, uh, a personal friend of mine, he had a uh, license, an FFL, and he apparently, one of his employees sold a gun to a man that was legally able to buy it right and uh this this guy bought it and he gave it to his father that was a convicted felon now it wasn't my buddy's fault he did the background checks and stuff the guy said he bought it for himself and he gave it to his felon father and the atf closed him down as an ffl dealer and filed charges on his employee for a straw purchase so that's making it even where you fear as an employee of a dealer, a gun dealership, you and you fear that your job might be on the line and that your, your freedom may be on the line. You know, right. you, you go through all the right hoops, you jump through all the right hoops, you do the background checks and stuff and, and you think you've done it right. Hmm. And then the ATF is trying to arrest you because somebody did something uh, that they shouldn't, that they weren't supposed to do. How ridiculous! Indeed, you can't be responsible. They're trying to just absolutely make it where nobody wants to uh, work for a gun dealership. 
or anything like that because you're afraid that you may end up in prison. And they, they took their, their license away so they can no longer sell guns anymore. Um, you know, it's time that we stand up. Well, we'll you know, I, I'm just waiting for you guys to do what you do. I mean, GOA, Eric Pratt, you, uh, the lawyers you guys have got, uh, Stambalia, Olson, Hammonds, uh, all the all of the and you guys now have state chapters and everything. You have branched out and you really have expanded GOA to where it's quite the potent little uh, force to, to to be reckoned with. And with you between you and Second Amendment Foundation and FPC doing all these lawsuits all over the place, you guys are changing and restoring rights left, right, and center. So, you know, we are even working with um, if we're not directly the the uh, plaintiff in the lawsuit and we right. have our hands in with it helping whether it's advising with other lawsuits and stuff so when something gets overturned you can best bet that gun owners of america have their hands in it in one way or another yeah and and not only that or not only trying to overturn tyrannical gun laws but we're out there testifying in, uh, in, in the capitals of different states and stuff, fighting these, these gun bans and things, trying to keep them from ever going into effect to begin with. It is much easier to stop it from becoming some sort of a law than it is to fight it through the courts and find it unconstitutional. Indeed. Because uh, that always takes more time. You know, you can work Steven. it through the courts and you can get it overturned, but that takes time. Always. But if you if you go to the state capitol and we will, if you join up, we will send out email blasts and let you know when something important's coming to your capitol, and uh, you'll be informed. And you can go down there and you can help us fight these bills uh, to prevent them from ever being adopted in any way. And, and then we don't have to fight it in the courts. But in the case of the ATF, they don't ever go through the state capitol. They don't ever get voted in. The ATF just right. decides that they're going to do these rule changes, and now you're a felon. Stephen, I've run out of time. Thank you very much for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me on. Gunowners.org. Thank you, sir. Coming up next... Dewey Lemons from Dewey's Pawn Shop. He's going to be in here. We know what's for sale, right? This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Oh, uh, Yes. After Thanksgiving, after Black Friday, here he comes. Joining me now is Dewey Lemons from Dewey's Pawn Shop. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you. I hope everything was good for you. You you overate too much turkey and dressing and felt so big and bloated you just had to go take a nap. That'd be a big negatory there, pal. <laughs> Come on, Bill. I got to watch that now. I got to watch that cheat now. On Thanksgiving. I'm not, I'm not like. Day to cheat. Thanksgiving's see, a good one. See, now Come one on. thing. 
See, one thing, Dewey. See, I, I've known Dewey since we were 12 or 13, yeah. I've seen you in your various guises, like when you were at Holiday Health and Fitness, bench pressing 340 pounds and built like a little rock with legs and everything else. And you've never been out of shape. I have, so i got to watch that stuff now. You may be able to get away with that. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have a piece of uh, of keto butter uh pecan uh pecan pie pecan pie yes, pecan sir. pie yeah yeah so <laughs> i i did but that was the keto brand it was all uh, wholesome and everything for me i think everybody loves pecan pie <laughs> absolutely i was asked before you came on do you have any ar-15 pistols for sale we do yes sir we surely do Yep, that's um. In fact, we might even have one of those in the three forty nine range, back down to the real good, cheap price. I don't know. We we sold a few this weekend. Um, that the seems like the AR pistols are getting popular again. We're starting to move them. Well, out. I mean the the pistol brace thing's basically been killed in the courts. So. Oh, did it? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the Fifth Circuit okay. has said that. Uh, if you remember now, what they did is they got out and said, "Well, if you're a member of this organization or that organization, you're covered." And the ATF went to the judge and said, "Well, we don't know who's a member of each organization." They said, "You're right." So it's the stay is in place for everybody. Yeah. Okay. So Good I job. mean, as soon as that happened, I put a pistol brace on mine. There you go. I had All one right. laying around. So anyway, anyway, anyhow, um, let's talk about uh, what. How, how was Black Friday? How many how many shot how many Benellis did we sell on Black Friday? Uh, we we sold out of Benellis, um, Super Black Eagle twelve gauges. Um, we still got a lot of twenties and twenty eights, and and Benelli sent me a big invoice um, yesterday, so I got a bunch of Super Black Eagle twelves on the way. Um, that's a good thing. I was getting worried there that they weren't going to get enough of them to me, but yeah, we got a bunch more Super Black Eagle twelve gauge threes. Um, should be here in the next day or two. Right. So we're good. We 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 good. We still we sold a lot of stuff, but we still got inventory pouring in. A lot of old stuff. Yeah. We've been getting a lot of neat old Brownings and old Winchesters and old Marlins. You know, you know, like old old Browning high powered pistols and and Winchester rifles and Marlins. Really cool old Marlin thirty two twenties and stuff like that. We've seen a lot of really nice old stuff showing up now. Now, I know you got a lot of glass, and for these guns that are, are showing up that are maybe vintage hunting guns that people might would like to go out and hunt with anyway. Yep. Uh, will this glass that you've got now, the Swarovski, the Leopold, all that, will that mount to that pretty easily? Uh, yes. The ones, that are, the ones that are drilled and tapped. Now, some of the really old ones are not drilled and tapped, and if they're really nice guns, you don't want to drill and tap them because that kind of hurts the value of them. But, you know, they were made and originally designed for open sites. But um, but now some of the ones that are not real old, yeah, they're drilled and tapping. You can you can put a base and a scope on them. Yeah, we can if it and we can drill and tap them if you want. You know that's not something that we recommend on some of the old vintage guns. That sort of takes the value away. And and yeah, and you're not going to get a real in, in those guns like that are not going to be real accurate guns anyway. So there's no right. reason to put a scope on it. You know. Right. The mod now you you sell a lot of of modern guns that have really good rifling and everything that don't cost a lot of money. Yeah. That are, oh, yeah. The the modern gun is quite the marvel, isn't it, as far as its accuracy? Oh yeah, it's amazing what they've done nowadays. You know, I, I remember Savage. Savage was known for just a a gun that you could beat the bushes with it and knock the tree down and beat the deer to death with it and and it would still shoot. You know, and if you could hit a piece of paper at a hundred yards, you were doing real good with it. But now. 
you know, Savage is really, they got that AccuTrigger in there. They got those guns. You know, you can hit a daggum 50-cent piece. One thing I've never asked. Yeah, one thing I've never asked you. Do you sell ammunition in bulk? We do. Yeah, we do. We have a lot of people come in wanting to buy a lot of two, two, three ammo and stuff like that. So we we get it. It's a little bit harder to come by right now. Um, But yeah, we do sell ammo by bulk when we can get off of the Lake City thing that they tried to push. Yeah, yeah, they 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 that was never going to be a thing, was it? That was never really a thing. I don't know. They, I actually was told by my distributors that they were not going to sell any more to um, to the public until they filled all their government contracts. But that was a lie, though. That, that, that was that was the thing. They they put it out first that it was a lie. Then even the Biden administration came back and said we didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm telling you, those, those gun manufacturers and ammo people—they're getting to be like car dealers. You know, you just don't know. You know, you know. I don't know. They—they—they <laughs> they, they get sort of—they they, get—they're either opportunistic or they—they—they they, they react really harshly, don't they? Yes, yes, that's right. They're what's what's in season right now? What are we hunting right now? Oh, it's still duck um, duck season, deer season, um, rabbit season's open. You know, I think dove season's open too. So, um, but the main thing is still going is deer season. Yep. I, I went out this morning and sat for a little bit. Didn't see nothing but one little old bitty buck. But, um, but yeah, it's still deer season till the end of December. Got a whole nother month. So I've got a bunch of questions here. Instead of reading them to you, just tell everybody the, the number to call in because some of these things, you got so many moving parts at Dewey's Pawn Shop that if you have everything memorized, I would want you to go in, into uh, therapy. What's the number to call Dewey's to, to find out the answer to some of these questions? Oh, 422-0072. That's, that's area code 864-422-0072. No automated, no automated uh, answering service. So it's always no, a no, human no, no, answering no. the phone. No, somebody, somebody will answer that phone. We don't have yeah. any unless it's after hours. And, during, yeah. during, during hours, we're here and we'll answer that phone, yeah. And any questions you got, call them up. You'll you'll speak to and everybody there for the most part knows pretty much what's there. You got some guys that know more about the handguns and more about the rifles and everything. Anything on special right now? We right now we still have Ruger nine millimeters for two hundred and sixty nine bucks. Really? Um. Yeah. What else was there? there? Was something else they told me we had a bunch of and we needed to put on sale. And I told them to go ahead and mark it down. Um. I think it might have been. Um. I don't know, Bill. I'm sorry. I'm I'm bad. I can't keep up with you know what I was supposed to be doing. But yeah, there was something well, else. We had. it might have been Smith and Wesson Shields, um, but I have to go check and see what they said. That's an excellent gun too. But that, yeah, yeah, that, that little that, shield nine millimeter. That's yeah, great. that that gun led the led the charge. That's where all the other little mini nine millimeters came from. Was the Smith and Wesson M&P Shield though? Yeah, that's but true. The, the Ruger gun is an unsung pistol. Very good gun. Oh, they're real durable. You know, there's, you know, Ruger Ruger has made really pretty guns over the, you know, like the Ruger Number One. That's a beautiful rifle, and their red label shotguns were real pretty. But for the most part, Ruger have made real tough, durable guns. You know, right. They, those Black Hawks. You know, you can, those things last forever. You know, there's still people that carry that P80 series, P80 at 589. A lot of guys still carrying that just because it was built like a tank. Yeah. So. Yep. Give give out the phone number one more time for everybody. Everybody on the text line, this is the number you call. The number is 422-0072-864, 422-0072. Call and your questions about this selection and that selection, they'll all be answered because he don't know right this minute because he just sold a bunch of stuff, didn't you? 
can't keep up with everything. I'm getting I'm getting old <laughs> and slow, so I'm trying hard though. <laughs> anyway, anyway, thank you very much for taking the time and joining me. Hey, come see us, and if you want want some some really classic old guns, come check us out because we're getting a lot of those into inventory right now. Dewey Lemons, Dewey's Pawn Shop. Go check him out. That's where I go for every handgun I look for. And some of the long guns, too. Thank you, sir. All right. Have a good one. You as well. As the government tries to gain control of the currency and everything, we're going to be put in the place to where we're going to have to go the way of the pirates and just start trading doubloons. But we'll do that. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Everybody knows the uh, mantra of the Great Reset. You will own nothing and be happy. And uh, central to that is the central bank digital currency. That's what. That's one way they're going to do that. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. We have Agenda 2030, excuse me, Agenda 2030, which is the elitists plan to dominate you here on the planet, on the earth. Uh, and the way they want to do it is with money. That's one way they want to do it. And if they can control the money, then they can control what you buy. And they're going to do it through restrictions and penalties and programming of transactions or turning off access, right? Because it's all going to be digital. Whole populations would be coerced into buying what the government wants you to buy. Well, how do you resist that? Well, <laughs> in America, the Founding Fathers have already taken this into consideration. A guy named Kevin Freeman wrote Pirate Money, discovering the Founders' hidden plan for economic justice and defeating the Great Reset. He points out that Article 1, Section 10, Clause 1.2 of the Constitution, which says no state shall make anything but gold and silver coin a tender in payment of debt. So his suggestion is that the states get out there and create their own digital currency tied to a gold reserve, unlike the dollar, to undercut the, Fed, undercut the Fed's monopoly on creating money. Then you could use that, buy it, use it anonymously, and then there is no centralized control and the Great Reset, and uh, it just sort of falls by the wayside. So in the name, remember that, own nothing, be happy. In the name of revolutionizing the federal system or the financial system and promoting inclusion, they're effecting a global takeover, gradually working towards abolishing private property, curtailing individual freedom, and impoverishing the masses. Yes, that's what they want to do. Now, Freeman's suggestion may seem a bit far-fetched, but he's actually working on making that a reality. Once again, in Texas, of course, they have bills introduced in the state's House and Senate requiring the comptroller to establish a gold-backed digital currency that citizens may buy. They would physically hold the gold in their bullion depository, which is authorized by Texas Code uh, Section 2116, on behalf of buyers who can transact with the digital currency and redeem it in gold or cash if and when they want to. And Freeman expects some sort of legislative outcome by 2025. 
So this is melding the old style of coinage where it's worth its weight in gold or silver where the digital age of cryptocurrency, which is an alternative payment system. And, uh, well, this is a combination of prudence and convenience. See, the gold reserve part of it means it's stable and it safeguards the value. The digital form means fungibility. And this gold-based currency should be non-taxable, non-collectible, and only transactable through debit card. And all states can create their own currencies, and citizens may freely use them with anonymity. These currencies will run clear, clear of the free Federal Reserve. That's in the Constitution. And that, and of course, see, what we've done is we've gotten used to the, we've gotten used to all of the, uh, the, uh, the convenience, haven't we? The dollar works in South Carolina, then it works in Georgia, it works in Tennessee. You know. Now we would have to actually go somewhere and we'd have to do, uh, we might have to do exchanges. We'd be giving up some of this uh, convenience. Money, which is one, the root of all evil, but it's also the way we, we exchange to buy things. We're going to have to change the way we view this. And, you know, in the beginning, colonists here in the United States would run short of the British coin, and they were not allowed to mint their own, so they used Spanish doubloons and pieces of eight and, and the pirate money of the title. That continued on for a while, even after we got our own currency. Now, as they tried to prevent debasement of the American dollar, they prohibited states from minting currency, but states were allowed to make foreign gold and silver coins, coins legal tender. So, multiple currencies remained in use till the Coinage Act of 1857. Now, as the great resetters want to come out there, um, and they want to throw their weight behind the CBDC as an instrument of total monetary control, this idea of using the pirate money linked to bullion would be a viable defense. He also says that we already have a social credit system that's already upon us uh, when he created the Biden bucks paired to woke DIE agendas. And money can be denied to those who do not hear, adhere to the prevailing political narrative. And we've seen this before. I mean, Operation Choke Point during the Obama administration where uh, it, if if they got out there and they put a bunch of uh, business types that they deemed to be unsavory, like check cashing loan places and uh, uh, you know title loan places and porn shops and gun shops, they lumped those all in there. They 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 slid that one in there, and then they would deny them um, banking services, close the accounts. That was done under the guise, they would say, well, these guys are have a propensity for fraud. So, that's one way they're going to do it. So, pirate money, if we think about it in those terms, we can still fight back because the elites have control over the education system, the politicians, the government, corporations. They do not yet have full control over money, but they're working on it because they want CBDCs. They want to make that happen. And we should look at the founders once again and say, these guys were like Nostradamus.
and put our trust back in money back by gold. I've been seeing the uh, things coming out of China. And, uh, yeah, I'm not impressed. But everybody's asking the question, is there a new plague coming out of China? That, when we get back, this is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Uh, I remember right before SHOT Show in 2019 in December, I saw this stuff coming up online about all the crowding in China, the plague that was coming out of there. And then we went to SHOT Show, and of course a lot of Chinese were at SHOT Show, and I caught, I caught COVID. Mark Walters and I were sitting at my booth. They were like, don't touch your face. We go, no, no, I'm touching my face, I'm touching my face. And then I caught COVID. But, you know, I survived COVID, and uh, I, should have been, I, I should have been one of the ones that died from it if it was that killer disease they said it was. But I wasn't old enough. I didn't have enough comorbidity, and I just wasn't fat enough at the time. By the time it was all done, it had destroyed a, an election. It had destroyed businesses. It had destroyed lives. Here we are, December 2023, right? Four years later, right before presidential election and coming out of China, we see a bunch of people crowding into the emergency room. From the, from the, from the Twitters, indications of a large outbreak of viral respiratory disease in China. Videos are from various Chinese hospitals. Emergency rooms wait times are up 24 hours. Deaths of children as well as the elderly have been reported. Take precautions. The U.S. government won't protect you. Now, there's two theories out there. Number one, China's telling the truth when it says this is just a seasonal flu. Uh, that's what's coming out of there. Beijing insists a new virus is not to blame for scenes of chaos, which have prompted officials to encourage residents to don coverings, social distance, and stay home if unwell. Instead, health chiefs have pinned the rise on the flu and other routine bugs, with China now battling its first full winter without a COVID-induced lockdown. I can find that believable when I was in the hospital with a heart attack. I think the entire fourth floor of Greenville General at the time, or Prisma, or whatever they call it, was the flu. So the flu ebbs and flows. Some years are worse than others, and this could be a bad year. And uh, this is the first time children have been fully exposed to the flu virus without a lockdown. So they have an adequately developed immune system, and that makes them vulnerable. And it doesn't help that China has a socialized medicine system. So even when it's not an election time, probably the, the, uh, the emergency rooms are crowded. Because there's no profit motive to move things along. And of course, with COVID, they also engaged in the denial game, all while making sure that everyone knew that they were responding to the worst plague since the Black Death, complete with people hauled away in vans and howling cities, locked down with people screaming in them. And the effect here was powerful and destructive, which leads to theory number two which this is a replay of the COVID epidemic. But this time, however, 
China knows they can't stir up the same level of panic amongst us because we figured some certain things out. So the new narrative is that this targets children. <laughs> uh, now, I, I, I've been taking some closer looks now that I've met, or now that I've started talking to Nan Su from Apoch Times. I look at what China does with a very jaundiced eye. Anything that they release, you know, you can sort of think that it, it could have been manipulated a little bit. So, you know, this footage from Tianjin Hospital, while real, it maybe was manipulated because the authorities told the city's parents that this only this one hospital would treat six children. We, you know, they only sent it from this one hospital. We don't know what the other hospitals look like. They might have been empty. And that's a complete hypothetical on my part. But I'm a cynic. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I cannot help but feel this little deja vu twinge happening as I, I'm looking at this and watching this unfold. And uh, I, I, I just can't. I, I can't. I can't give it... I, I don't look at this as a serious thing. I, I've seen serious flu times. You guys have seen serious flu times. It's one of those things which it comes and it goes. So, look at this. Wait for the evidence to per, per, you know to provide itself. Uh, right now, people are giving out flu shots. You can go get a flu shot at Walmart. You can go get a flu shot at Walmart. Take the precautions. Do what you got to do. Everybody's going to be out there right now going, I'm not taking anything ever again. Okay. I get it. I understand. I get it. Uh, that's, you know, it's, it's advice. It's not, it's not a, you're not compelled to do it. It's just advice. Protect yourself. That's all you can do. <laughs> I'll be talking to you in, in uh, tomorrow. I'll be at Upstate Warrior Solutions from 10 to 1. 10 to 12, we do the show. 12 to 1, lunch is on me, 770 Pelham Road. Come see me. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.